sure, buddy. Wow. That shit just gets on my nerves. I know it's very minimal, and I can't even come through. That but helped. the constant like humming in the background just really fucking irritates me. I uh, I'm on the same page with you because when I had my my previous um record player setup, okay, I was playing. Uh, I had purchased Let Go by Hundredth at that time, and you know the intro song is very kind of quiet and mm-hmm. mellow, and there would be that that really quiet, and yeah. it drove me up a fucking wall. And I, I should you not. Know, I tore up my my like the the room where I have everything like my yeah. theater. And I just fucking rearranged everything, and, and it drove me up a fucking wall. Yeah. But uh, long story short, man, uh, sometimes the speaker will get dirty electricity, is what they call it. Yeah. Just too much interference. For so sure. I had to run that from another outlet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's annoying. My thing is like, uh, I think soon I'm just gonna get like a pair of studio headphones, just so I don't. I could just cut out the yeah, middleman. All the yeah. extra, yeah. Yeah, cut out the middleman on that, so I could be able to, to monitor the show, and uh, all that. I'm sure it'll be much uh, much better for Siege, especially when the wifey's trying to sleep and the kids. Well, like, that's not the problem. The problem is me. Um, well, I don't play through that ever because it's right. loud and no point. But um, that's not the, the, the game that's loud at night in the middle of the night when I'm playing video games. It's me. <laughs> you know? So, God damn it. Yeah. My, uh, I, w- I was playing Siege and I had a buddy over. Uh-huh. He's like, bro, uh, why don't you put it on a record or something? And I'm like, not in no. this game. Yeah, <laughs> not in this one. Yeah. Call yeah. of Duty, let's run it. A- yeah. Any other game. For Siege sure. is... Like, I'm telling people to shut up. And yeah. I'm, like, holding my breath, just listening for mm-hmm. footsteps. For sure. That's definitely one of those games. Oh, I can tell you that much, buddy. So, uh, oh, I was going to say, man, it's, it's it's weird seeing you this early and being completely sober, you know? Yeah, for sure. Because usually... Usually, I'm still... The leftovers. Yeah, man. Just you know, still in the system. There, there is that one time that uh, we woke up and you're like, let's just get fucking Bertillo's. I'm like, it opens in 30 minutes. Fuck it. <laughs> it was and, like 10.30 on the, a Sunday. The, the women, yeah, the women were still passed out or like groggy. So like, okay, let's just get it. And then we got the food. That was like the, the earliest, I think, that we've been uh, in motion this time you, of the morning. You know that you, you were drinking last night if Portillo's at 11 a.m. sounds like a good idea. Well, first off, Portillo at 11 a.m. always sounds like a good idea to me. So <laughs> you'd never be able to. And it's so close now. And now they deliver. So it's like, I, de- I definitely don't have to leave the house. Yeah, yeah. man. It's a, it's a good combo for them. Bad combo for us. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. But yeah, man. Woo. Bright and early. But we'll talk about that. Bright and early. <clears throat> Oh, I got some phlegm. I was gonna. I was winding up. <laughs> yeah. And I got some phlegm in the back of the throat. Yeah. <laughs> that long john, man. What is going on, guys? Welcome to the Second City Kids podcast, episode number sixty-six. Six-six, baby. Yes, yes sir. Uh, we are uh, two quarters or two thirds of the way to the dark mark, so to speak. That's besides the point. Um, <laughs> I haven't been outside yet today, so I can't tell you the weather. Uh, it's, granted, <laughs> it's not even ten thirty. So yeah. yeah so. Gabe hit me up, uh, or Gabe was like, let's do it at the crack of crack. I'm like, sounds good, man. Yeah, man, so, I, got a, I got a busy weekend. It's really not that early, but... Um, it, it is for us. It's not, On a Saturday, it's early. <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, yeah, so uh, Gabe, well, well, well first off, I, I'm your host, Jacob, and with me, I have my buddy, Gabe, and uh, we're rolling sound here at Second City Kids headquarters, also known as my house, also known as Jaconda. Jaconda. I'm, I'm not letting that go. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, so gay buddy, buddy old pal. Uh, how was your weekend? How was your week? My or week. last two weeks? Because obviously we took the week off because uh, yeah, Easter. Yeah. Cool, cool. Um, it was good, man. I I don't have uh, any real complaints. Uh huh. I I got two full checks from both jobs. Nice. No, so I feel like uh, 
You ever seen that Breaking Bad meme where it's Huel, that black guy laying on the money? Okay, yeah. I feel like that. Well, at least until Monday because <laughs> we got shit going on over the weekend. Yeah. I actually had uh, a really itchy Friday yesterday. So this this is kind of a fun one because it, it got... Itchy? Itchy, yeah. So I, I got a haircut, right? Oh, I figured okay. it was time. I thought you meant like a... I thought it was like a double meaning kind of thing. No, 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 no. Literally no. itchy. <laughs> no, very itchy. But uh, I, I got a haircut and it was in between, you know... Uh, morning job and in between evening job uh-huh. i had a little you know time there so i said oh fuck you know i'm kind of overdue for one anyway so i went and uh i didn't get a chance to shower and you know how that is right? yeah all those little hairs poking at you it's the worst yeah and then you know i'm at my evening job and like and like you know it's not unbearable yeah. but i was like i was like oh man i definitely gotta get a shower yeah and then i don't know what happened man but like my allergies spiked uh-huh. I, I was just like oh my god i'm so fucking <laughs> 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 i'm just sitting there like oh to scratch everything right now <laughs> I just thought it was pretty funny, man. I was there like, like almost on edge, you know? Yeah. People were like, hey, can you just... <laughs> <laughs> Lesson learned, man. Yeah, man. So so that was pretty much my two weeks. Man. Was, <laughs> a literal itchy, itchy <laughs> evening. <laughs> I, I thought it was funny, man. I was yeah. like, that's what I get. <laughs> Lesson learned on that one, man. Yes, sir. Uh, cool. Uh, for me, not, nothing cool. Nothing that cool. Uh, you know, Easter was last week. Hang out with the family a little bit. Yeah, man. I uh, dig Easter. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. I figured I wouldn't. I was like, oh, I could probably do a show after the fact. But I'm like, Gabe's probably got some crazy Christian religious thing to do. Well, not even that, man. I've been going to the uh, Motorcycle Safety Foundation courses. Mm. So it's essentially... On a Sunday? It's... Yeah, my mom was pretty pissed. Yeah. Easter Sunday, you piece of shit. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't know. Because <laughs> you know, the website was kind of... It, it said uh, Saturday one week, Sunday the next week. But I guess mm. it meant, you know, Saturday, Sunday, both weekends. Yeah. But... Yeah, man, it's cool. Um, it's like a twenty-hour course, uh-huh. and they they teach you everything from zero to to about you know, riding skill on the street. Yeah, and it's uh, I'm having fun, man. I'm wrapping that up this weekend. Sweet, very cool. So you said you have a busy weekend ahead of you. What do you got planned, bud, buddy? Oh, uh, okay. Well, pal? today we're running the podcast. Uh-huh. Um, then I'm going to the course, uh-huh. right? And then afterwards, uh, my buddy turned 21 on Wednesday. And so we're going out. We're doing the whole Laugh Out Loud Kumas again. Oh, cool. That combo works so well. Because, well, all right. Because there's this guy in the group who, who, like, he'll turn places we go to into, like, memes. Mm -hmm. And, like, so, you know, there's this pizza place by our house called Papa's. And I'll always be like, Papa's. And, like, I'm like, bro, you've never been there. Like, you know, like. And and, and so his recent (laughs) rant was on Kumas, right? Okay. And he's never been to Kumas. I'm like, I'm like. Bro, like, like, you know, make fun of it all you want, but it's a great fucking place. It's yeah. like quality food. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I have an idea for for my buddy Greg's birthday. We're gonna go. We're gonna get him hammered at the at the comedy club. You know, have a couple laughs and go to Kumas. So I well, think that's a fun what does he say about Kumas? Out of curiosity, he he doesn't say anything. He's just Kumas. And it's just doing a stupid ass voice. Okay. It, I'm like, I'm like, dude, you do that when you've been there. Because this whole thing is he'll do it for places he's never been to. Yeah. Okay. And I'll like, you know, like kind of do that dumbass voice. That's weird. Or he'll be like, bro, let's go to Kuma's. I'm like a Tuesday at like 11 a.m. while we're in class. I'm like, yeah, because we'll make it there and back in 30 minutes. <laughs> Copy that. Oh, uh, yeah. But other than that, man, I didn't know, not much going on this week. Um, Sleepy, sleepy time. Sleepy, sleepy Jacob time. That's uh, good, man. Yeah. Because uh, last week. Was last week? Yeah, last week I grinded down a, basically a fifty-hour work week, and t- uh, three ten-hour days back to back to back, and it was it was brutal. Jesus, was brutal. you know what? Though that check's gonna be nice. Oh, it was nice, but that's besides the point. <laughs> Is, has it been spent already? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I got it still, but um, Copy that. but yeah. So happy to have a normal week and all that good stuff. But yeah, 
So let's just get right on to the, yeah, the nitty-gritty. We, we, got, we had some good topics. We're going to start with uh, the basic one that we probably don't have much to talk about, but I think it's a very interesting point because it's uh, like a turning point in the evolution of uh, of, mu- of music. Music, you yeah. Know, in modern age, it's kind of a big deal. Yeah, so Apple's decided just to, uh, to cut the whole downloading uh, by being able to purchase full albums uh, part of, out of their whole... Uh, out of iTunes, yeah, essentially. Yeah, iTunes is basically going to be no more, and Apple Music is the... It's stream it or, or don't. Yeah, stream it or but go to a store and buy it, and then you can have it. Yeah, so, thanks, Apple. But um, how do you feel about it, man? Um, uh, I'm cool with it as long as because there are some things on Apple Music that aren't on there that you have to purchase. Like a, when Prince, Prince was a big one. Prince didn't allow, have a lot of his stuff on. Uh, so you have to buy the Prince. So you have to buy the album. Yeah, I don't know how it is anymore. I don't know. It's been a while. But uh, I remember when I was looking up some prints to download, he didn't have all his stuff on Apple Music. So as long as they make all that stuff like transferable, yeah, why not? Uh, I know uh, "Take to the Skies" by Anthony Shikari. That wasn't I wasn't able to download that. Wow. That yeah, is... so I had to buy that. You, uh, you think that album would be? Yeah, you, I mean, know? you would think. But like, I had to download. Uh, I downloaded like three different versions of the Mothership because I wanted <laughs> I wanted the version that was on the album. Mothership's such a good album. Yeah. Well, but I'm just saying, like, it's ridiculous. Um, so it's it's kind of weird, man. It's definitely a, a directional change because they've been letting you buy and download music, uh, like own it essentially since it was up beginning man. of time. Yeah, yep. man. I remember actually purchased a couple of things. Yeah, off iTunes. Yeah, I know. Uh, my girlfriend's really like picky. Like she, okay, she just recently got Spotify and she gets it for free because of her work. Yeah, but she was always like, like, no, I have to. You know, I want to support the artist. I want to buy the music. I want to own it. Uh-huh. You know, and, and it was only just recently where, you know, I was like, hey, listen, just you get it for free. Spotify is great. You know, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. So I know she's going to be kind of uh, upset about it. I it guess. just makes it, uh, I think, a little bit more complicated. But it does, I think, uh, take out the middleman. Yeah. I don't know how I don't know what kind of iTunes takes on all that. But, you know, just go to the artists themselves. And half these guys, you know, when you buy album, pre-order albums, they all give you a digital copy of it anyways. Yeah, absolutely. You know? So, um but yeah, I think it's just interesting because it's kind of an end of an era, so to speak. Because I was uh, I was reading this article, and I think you'll find it pretty interesting. The article was it stated that 2017 and 2018 were the first years that physical music outsold digital downloads since like early 90s. Really? Yeah. Okay. Now let me tell you. Let me tell you this. Right. It it's the headline is true. But let me explain the situation. Uh-huh. Right. That doesn't um, count streaming. I'm assuming. It doesn't count streaming, yeah, because you're not, you know, you're not buying it, you're streaming yeah. it, and every, you know, if if you know what you're doing, streaming yeah. is the way to go. I think uh, was it 2016 where vinyl sales outsold yeah, CD yeah. sales, a couple, yeah, like yeah. recently, yeah. But but the whole thing is like, oh, vinyl's getting a resurgent, you know, it's coming back, which I love, mm-hmm. it's cool, and they're they're making it sound like like they're not providing everything, you yeah. Know? So I'm just kind of there, like, like, yeah, vinyl is making a massive comeback. Mm-hmm. Everybody's dropping records now, mm-hmm. but you got to remember that nobody's like downloading music, you know? yeah. Like, especially now off iTunes, like, yeah. where, you, what, where else are you gonna go for it legally? Yeah, you know, that's a good point. So, I don't know. Um, I mean, yeah. you know me, I like my records. Yeah, yeah, for sure. My thing is like, um, that's Baby's my child making weird noises. Yeah, um, meditating. <laughs> She's dude. Uh, They're having a seance. No, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about her, some of her development, because it's really kind of blown my mind a little bit recently. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, it's weird because I remember when like all of us had to ditch our CDs, and it's like, well, I guess we got to download it off iTunes now, or well, um, let me just 
you know, stopped collecting CDs here and now we're moving forward to doing this. Yeah. And it's weird because I never, I didn't think I would see the day where downloading digitally would be outdated, uh, outdated and yeah. antiquated. That's kind of, it's kind of weird to me. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, we, we, we've actually seen, I would even argue because early in my days, I remember my parents had like a shitload of cassettes yeah. and those were dying out into the CD format. Yeah. You know, so I would argue that we've seen one, two, one change, two change, three change. Uh-huh. Right now, this is number three. Yeah. So it's kind of weird, man, especially with music. Yeah. And uh, it's funny because when you look from when music started to become a thing that people were able to like mass produce. Yeah. There was like it was vinyl. And then that was it for like 40 years. You know what I mean? Just it a 40, 50 years. It was on top. And then, the you know, the cassettes came. And that was probably like what maybe like a ten year, fifteen year period where that was kind of the, the way to do it. Yeah, man. And then it got smaller, more compact. Yeah, and then the CDs, you know, they they took over, and it's weird because I feel like we, as far as media change, this generation of people, our generation of people, have seen more transition from any kind of from every media, not even just you know music. But we fucking from you know VHS to DVDs to Blu-rays. Now it's Blu-ray, and then the Lord knows when the that next is, thing. Well, it's not even Blu-ray now; it's 4K. Yeah, as I'm saying, it's it's, it's all crazy. So, so uh, I, I think it's a. Uh, I think it's interesting, man. We're snowballing. Yeah. I'll, I'll just leave off with, with this one last thing. Uh, vinyl has, um, I, I mean, you know me, I collect vinyl. Yes, it's, kind of, it's my I, hobby. I do. Yeah. I, um, I wholeheartedly believe that um, certain albums mm-hmm. were just so much fucking better on vinyl. And uh, uh, my, my primary example being the Space EP. Okay. It's so fucking submersive, dude. <laughs> that, that EP is so wonderfully produced. Yeah. And I guess the whole thing is like, you know, if you collect records, collect records. But at this point, you got to stream, dude. Yeah. What's your other option? Yeah. I uh-huh. I actually found my iPod from like 10 years ago. I had a, uh-huh. one of those old bricks. Uh-huh. Works perfectly fine, dude. Yeah. Indestructible. Did you uh, climb through a couple of your playlists and see what you were jamming at the time? Oh, yeah, man. I'll, oh, you know, I'll bring it in next week and we'll just go through some of the yeah, stuff. But there's fun. like a lot of throwback yeah like um because my first ipod was the like the little shuffle that you oh the, pin, pin the little button shirt. size yeah. one yeah the one you could pin onto your shirt um and i remember i was so fucking sick with it that i i wouldn't even put it on shuffle mode and i would remember the order that every song was in yeah i would just remember the order and it was i was sick there's something wrong with me <laughs> but uh but i remember that and uh it's come a long way because now now i don't even have technically have an ipod anymore it's my it's my phone yeah man I remember a point in high school where uh, I was carrying around the iPod and I was carrying around a phone. Yeah. And uh, I was really cool with this one substitute. You know, we were just bullshit all the time. And he's like, he's like, Gabe, it's 2012 for you know, something along those lines. He's like, it's 2012. Why do you have two devices? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, what do you mean? Yeah. And now it's like, now I feel bad carrying around, you know, extra yeah. stuff aside from my phone. So I remember uh, carrying around the little black iPod, the little one, the mini. And my phone, my razor, my Motorola yeah, razor in the same pocket back in the day. Good old days. And just now, to, now just it's to all show how, uh, <laughs> just to show how we've progressed. Yeah. That's, so, uh, moving on. Yeah, moving uh, on. This is I you. I saw Every Time I Die. Mm-hmm. For the umpteen time. Yes, man. They, they put on a good show, man. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were at Dirty Nellies out in Palatine. Uh, so quick little kind of notes about the, the show. Deathbeds opened up. I don't know where they're from. Uh, they're like hardcore punk. Okay. Uh, they were good. They put on a good show. Uh, my one main issue with Deathbeds is that uh, the screamer looks like a darker-haired Napoleon Dynamite, and he had a lot of like energy. I wouldn't even call it stage presence. He just he had like six coffees before he went up, <laughs> and um, he he was doing some weird shit up there, and it was kind of funny. He was doing like a 
Like he was, you know, like moshing around and stuff. And uh-huh. he did like this move where he looked like a chicken. He was going like this and stuff. <laughs> and um, yeah, man, the whole Napoleon thing kind of. Kind of threw you off a little bit. Yeah, man. To so, get out of the moment. But they were pretty good. Check them out if you want something dirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, El Famous was after them. Always good show. Yeah. Um, I remember when we saw them at the Bottom Lounge. That was for. Beartooth. Beartooth. Ah, holy Loy- shit. The Yola thing. Loyola thing. <clears throat> they had to get moved because they couldn't hang it. Do you remember the lead singer's kid? No, because no, it wasn't out then, right? Uh, he said, my my wife or whatever is in over there. She's pregnant. She's supporting us. You know, shout out to her. Uh, Brought his kid up on stage Thursday, and it's it's a grown kid. It's uh, almost two. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. Like, I've actually seen this band grow. <laughs> so, they were good, man. I like uh, El Famous. Uh, They're, they have three guitarists, for those of you who don't know. Just so much fill. Yeah, it, it, it it's great. Mm-hmm. I was uh I was up there. I was counting them. I was like, oh yeah, they have three guitars. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Go ahead. Yeah, man. And then obviously every time I die, yep. the reason why I was there. Uh, so yeah, like Jacob said, this is the umpteenth time. Yep. So they were doing the uh, graveyard shift tour with Motionless and White. Yep, I remember that. And um, so they did that. They did twenty odd shows with that, and then they had three or four where they broke off mm-hmm. motionless and white went home and they did three or four extra yeah and they were headlining and you know keith was real cool he was like he's like yeah man it's nice to see fans that are here for us it's nice to see that you guys like have facial hair i'm so tired for playing for like 14 15 year old girls <laughs> on the crowd i i thought it was a good jab man well, keith, yeah. he, he was being honest <laughs> but uh but the whole thing of the show i guess they had this mentality where they're like we're gonna play shit that uh a lot of like sleeper hits on the albums yeah and we're gonna play the stuff we wouldn't normally play live cool so they had uh roman holiday on there that's a banger revival mode which is something i thought i'd never hear live uh pigs is pigs i'm like going through here and like picking out the weird ones in rehab okay so that's a th- that's a throwback yeah man it was just overall a good show Interesting. Got to meet Jordan and Keith. Real nice guys. How was uh, Dirty Nellies? Because I think it might have been a very long time since I've been out there. How is it like the venue? I speaking. I, I like the venue. Um, I think the acoustics are kind of hit or miss for you. Okay. It really depends on the band. But it's like a taller bottom lounge. Okay. That's the best way to compare it to. But not as good as the sound because the bottom lounge sound is like. Ugh. There's something <laughs> special about the bottom oh, lounge. Yeah. There's. I stand by that. It yeah. really is, man. But uh, it, it was a good show. I liked it. Uh, I got low teen signed. I'm like super Ooh, happy. Good. And uh, a quick side note: Keith is actually he, he writes in his free time because mm-hmm. the Buckley brothers they all have something. Jordan, yeah, draws, um, and Keith writes. So this is his second novel coming out. And I said fuck it, so I pre-ordered it right. Uh-huh. And there's two options: there's the regular edition and there's like the special sauce edition. Mm-hmm. And the special sauce was you know it comes signed and it comes with all these extra goodies. Yeah. And what really got me was like he was like oh yeah you know if you buy this one. Um, all your goodies come early before mm-hmm. the book and there's a whole extra like booklet to, to like low teens, like a supplementary thing. Uh-huh. And I was like, I was like, all right, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, man, I'm excited for that. Very cool. Sweet. All right. So moving on to, uh, something that we've been waiting to get to for quite some time, but we'll start out with the, the, the side story with all of this. So, um, under does have a tour coming up and starting May, I think they're playing sausage, Illinois. It's it's not called sausage. It looks Sausage-ed. like sausage. No, Pops. it's no, it's 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 sausage. Okay. Which, but it's at that point, it's not even Illinois anymore. It's basically Missouri. So uh, it's, it's like, a three-hour drive. Yeah. No, it's a five-hour drive, dude. <laughs> no, because that pops, right? Yeah, that's a five-hour drive. No, that's not five hours. Because we were gonna go for 
uh, to go see Wonder Years, but okay. we ended up going to London. And so it was like oh. a three and a half hour drive. <laughs> really? Because uh, let me see. Let me pull it up real quick. But yeah, basically, so they got that show coming up. Um, and, you know, I wasn't going to be able to go because it's in the middle of fucking nowhere. And like I said, basically Missouri at that point. Um, so I'm like, you know, not going to be able to make it. I guess we'll miss them this time out. And well, well, maybe you'll miss them because I'm going to be in Pennsylvania the week they're playing in Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm still debating on that one, but I think it'd be cool. Okay, cool. But uh, let's just get it right into it, dude. There's no beating around the bush. They dropped the new album. Yeah, so they uh, dropped the new album. Well, well, first, well, first off, I want to get into the whole secret show thing. Uh, yeah. uh, so uh, they announced midway through the week, basically, that they were going to be doing a secret show in, in Chicago, Chicago, which I think is kind of funny because it's kind of the opposite of a secret show because uh, they kind of announced it ahead of time. And granted, you know, it was very limited, but that's different than a secret show, I guess. But uh, so, yeah, they announced that, uh, you know, first come, first serve, free, free 200 people. Uh, I had work, so I couldn't go. I tried to get my wife to go. She she didn't want to go without me. Um, what a good wife. Yeah. So uh, they had that cool thing, and I don't know how it went because I haven't seen any footage yet, and I'm kind of starting to look a little bit. But, you know. I'll, I'm curious to see where it was. It's uh, subterranean. Sub-T. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, you don't like it? I hate that venue. Yeah. It's uh, small and grimy. But uh, I, my issue with it is the upstairs, dude. If you're stuck upstairs, you're not going to see a goddamn thing. Oh, copy and that. And if I wanted to look through the TV to watch a band, I would just stay home and watch music videos. Copy that. But I think it's, I think I don't think the upstairs was even open. No? I think it was just all... They said all downstairs up to you. That's what it said. Well, that's, that's dirty, grimy. That's yeah, good. It's 200 people. Uh, and I'm sure it was a lot of fun, like I said. But um, couldn't go. Couldn't Can't give a review on it. Uh, but I like the idea of bands doing secret shows. I know that's something that's kind of old school. And I, you would think in this era, it would be like really easy to pull off secret shows and you would guarantee people will be there because social media, it'd be very easy yeah, to kind of, absolutely. Like, like all bands have to do like, oh, we have a secret show coming to this city. Keep an eye out on our Twitter or whatever. And then kind of give clues like, oh, taking pictures of something outside of close to something. You know what I mean? Like very easy to do stuff like that. But, uh, you know, you don't really see it anymore. Under Oath has done it a couple of times. So Ooh, it, they actually did one when they came back. Before yes. Rebirth. Yep. At the crowbar. It was, they posted the morning of and they're like, hey, uh, secret show. Yeah. Uh, first, I think, 150 kids. Yeah. And, uh, you know, people obviously like it was mass hysteria. Yeah. What, Under Oath. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure. But uh, so, yeah, I don't know how it went, but that's kind of cool. I, mean, I think we need to see more of that type of stuff. Uh, uh, I would say we need to see that more from bigger bands. You think so? Uh, I'm, I'm not asking for... Avenged Sevenfold to play in 70 comedy. Yeah, but <laughs> I think... 70 people. And maybe not even of August Burns Red, because they're kind of they're kind of a milestone now. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, somewhere somewhere in between, like, local band yeah. and, and, like, you know, smaller than ABR. Yeah. I think if the Devil Wars Prada did a secret show, that'd be cool. Yeah. Kids. And they do it here, too, because... Yeah, from here, Chicago. <laughs> we, but uh, yeah, so I mean, that's kind of cool. Like I said, we need to see more of that. But the reason why they did all of this was to hype the album, uh, to hype the new album they had just dropped. And now I want Gabe, I want you to give your opinion first because I know our opinions a little bit differ a little bit on it. And I kind of want your overall uh, opinion, uh, review, uh, all that good stuff. Okay, so um, originally I had some pretty harsh words for this album. Okay, um, I think. After giving it a couple more listens, um, my initial impression was this isn't oh your typical undergrowth. Mm-hmm. But you know, and then after reading all the interviews and stuff, and I get it. Yeah, I get it. My my kind of issue with this is the same issue with the Last Jedi. It's a good movie if it wasn't Star Wars. Okay. 
And I feel like, and I feel so bad for saying this because I totally get where Spence and Aaron are coming from. Yeah. Where, you know, the whole mentality of the album was, well, this isn't under oath enough. They weren't going to use that phrase. That was the whole, like, you know, point. Yeah. And I get it. Do what you got to do. But I don't know, man. It All the songs just kind of blur together for me. Okay. Um, the guitars are boring. The only, uh, the only kind of thing I enjoy was the synths. Yeah. But even those don't have anything distinguishing from one another. Okay. And it's not a bad album, but, you know, in January we were talking about, oh, like, uh, uh, you know, Dispose, the plot new album. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wow, Only Contender's going to be under oath. Yeah. And it didn't even come close. Okay. It didn't even shake my album of the year. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I don't know, man. I I don't want to talk all bad about this album because they're doing what they're doing. They're taking new directions. Yeah. Uh, I like the album. Was it what I wanted? No. Can we change that? No. Am I going to accept it? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I think it'll grow on me with time. Yeah. But as of right now, I'm still kind of... Yeah, I got you. I I actually went and listened uh, to Speak of Wolves, which is Spencer's brother, Philip. Phil, yeah. Phil Chamberlain. And I listened (laughs) to that because I I was like, man, I need something dirty and heavy right now. So I went and listened to those guys. But yeah, man, I that, that that's my opinion of it. Crucify me if you want. No, no, no. Uh, I understand everybody that everybody's point who I may have an issue with the album. And I also th- this goes two ways because there's two extremes to this case I've seen. People are like, "Oh my god, it's amazing! It's, it's the, the best, best it's the best under oath album I've ever seen." And then there's the guys like, "Oh my god, there's there's no drop B guitars. I don't like it." Okay, so I'm in between of all that <laughs> because um, much like you, I listened to it early in the morning uh, when it came out. Uh, I woke up and I'm literally the first thing I do is pull up my phone and I listened to it. Um, on the first initial edition, I was like, oh, okay. yeah, okay. It was cool. Uh, then I got to work, had my headphones on, and then I listened to it again. I'm like, okay, I get it. And here's uh, something that I recommend every person who listens uh, to Under Oath and who's going to give this album a listen or who has at this point and kind of brush it off. You got to throw away all the old stuff. Man. Well, not even just that. Uh, it's it's not that because uh, I think to do that would be a, uh, a disservice. But um, when you listen to this album, take uh, the expectation that On My Teeth gave for this album. Okay. Because that song, is probably the most aggressive song on the album. I think easily, that's, that's fair easily. to say. Um, if you remove that expectation and expect that this is going to be the most frantic under oath album that you have. That that's out there, I think you're gonna feel a whole lot better about the whole entire situation because, and I think you mentioned it, you're like how it really uh, kind of fooled us. On my teeth, we expected it, it to be more like that. Yeah. And here's the uh, what my contention is: this, um, if you listen to it all the way through uh, and enjoy it for the as a whole, right, and not looking for singles, even though I I've already picked one song that they could have picked that would have more encompassed what the vision of this album is better than rapture. But, well, yeah, better than rapture and better than on my teeth because though, I think those are the two extremes, honestly. Yeah, um, no, absolutely. The, the, light and dark. We, yeah, we spoke about it yeah, last week man. for sure, but those are the two extreme ends of the album. Um, just remove those expectations. You can come in knowing that you're going to hear something a little bit different from under all and you'll feel about, about a lot better about the whole entire thing. Uh, I think the single choices thus far have been kind of poor. Um, and, um, I would have picked first song I would sing. I would have done was a song called, uh, in motion. That's near the end of the album because it is a, a kind of a compilation of everything they have done previously mixed it all into a little bag. And then re- that's what that song is. 
And I think that's more of a fair uh, kind of an overview of what the album was. Because me, I stand by this. I think singles should be should be the best songs on the album, right? That makes sense. I think that should. should then the first single should be kind of your mission statement for the album, right? And, uh, yeah, that is one hundred ten percent on the dot. Yeah. So um, when you have an al- a song like "On My Teeth" kind of being the mission statement for the album, and you're kind of deceived by that because it doesn't sound like that, and all of it does. In context of the whole album, it it fits. That's the song. A song fits, but it's not a first single. It's a third or fourth near the end of the life cycle. Let's revitalize this album before we move on to the next one. Kind of a vibe, right? Um, and I think they could have been smarter with, uh, the, with the marketing. With the marketing, with the uh, you know, because when you look at stuff like this, this you think you, it, you're thinking dirty, grimy, yeah, yeah. heaviest under oath we've had so far. Exactly, and that's not their fault. I mean, I'm. I, I'm all for them trying new stuff, and um, I like it. I'm, it's a solid B B plus for me, right? It's not the greatest Under Oath album. Yeah, I mean, I think it's unfair to expect that uh, from their first album back, especially those back to back killers. Yeah, for sure. Five oh eight. Yeah, um, I think that's unfair, but um, I think it's a good comeback. It's a good way to kind of get their feet wet and. Uh, Dive into the pool. Dive into the pool, so to speak. Yeah. And I will say that I don't think very few, I don't think very many of these songs will be making it into the live set. That was my next question. Yeah. They're definitely going to play on my teeth. On my teeth. I got money on Rapture as well. They shouldn't. They shouldn't play Rapture at all. Because I think. Kill the energy. It it would. I mean, they have songs like that where they're kind of more mellow. They do have songs. Even on previous albums, they have more stuff like that. Well, okay, but it, it, it would. Blend a lot better. Like, yeah. Define the Great Line. Fuck, what was the slow song off that? Uh, they had... Uh, the the ending s- track. No, they also had that to Cast the Shadow or Tooth Indy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one. And then on, uh, what's it called? Uh, define the Great Line. They had... Um, that was off Define the Great Line to Cast the Shadow. Oh, yeah. I mean, on... Um, uh, Chasing Safety. No, no, no. Because they didn't really have many slow songs on there. Disambiguation. Uh, that, that one was sound. a no, not Illuminator. That was that one's really heavy. They had a couple of songs on there like right. that, and uh, Lost in the Sound of Separation had uh, "Too Loud to Hear" and "Too Close to See" yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. That song was a good, a nice, good slow song. Um, I they'll, they'll probably play it because it's a single. I think it makes sense. But um, as far as like uh, I hate it, which I like, I like the song. That's not, not I don't hate it. I, that's the name of the song. Besides the point, um, I don't see very many of these songs making it into uh, the set beyond. Uh, this album cycle so um but like i said it's a b plus i enjoy it i have fun with it me and my adriana listen to me and my me and my adriana me and my wife were listening to on the way home yesterday again i'm like just kind of remove on my teeth in your head and like i said that's that should a song should have been a hidden banger on the album not what it should have been what you don't tell them about yeah like oh wow wow that was that was awesome and like i said make it like the third or fourth single before you you sign out so to speak but um i like it it's good. Uh, I'm with you. It, it doesn't really come the ballot, but it's okay. It, no, no, no. I'm saying I'm more of along the lines of it kind of coming to the top of the. Album. It's an honorable mention. It's not an album of the year. You know what I mean? Yeah. I uh, thought. Uh, I. You know. I. I got to be honest with you. I think that was probably the best like album review you've probably given because yeah. that was really fucking solid. Yeah. I. <laughs> I brought piss to a shit fight, dude. No, 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 <laughs> no. Because we well, have to keep in mind that because um, a lot of the times we do like, oh, we liked it. Uh, I wish this was different, but that's a lot of our review. But you have to keep that in mind, keep in mind that this is a band that's very influential, impor- very important, very influential to me. And if you should hear me rant about Lincoln Park albums, because I can go in, 
Copy that. Um, but um, this one was a very important one for me this year. Uh, I wasn't disappointed. I enjoyed it, and um, we'll see what they do next. And I'm, that's what's most looking. I'm most looking forward to is what they're gonna do next. Um, and I want to see that, sh- that live show because, yeah, dude, I was I almost threw a fit yesterday. By the way, like without even because it was me. It was, it was a fit thing because I got home. My Adrian's like, "Oh, you got your stuff." I'm like, "Oh." I got my under oath stuff. I got really excited, right? Um, then I get home. I'm like, where the fuck is my vinyl? And Adrian's they like, didn't ship it, right? they didn't ship it. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, where the fuck is my vinyl? It, at- it, it ships separately. Yeah. That's, that's well, I didn't know that. So I was like having a mini meltdown because I had no idea uh, that it wasn't shipping late until later. And then I'm looking through my receipts. I'm like, motherfucker. So I'm getting all mad. And then I look at the bundle and it's like, oh, the limited release separately. vinyl comes out in the 20th. I'm like, because <laughs> uh, mine's actually going to be here Monday. Oh, yeah? But I know if you got the first wave of the Acid Green, because mm. uh, they did, I think, 200 of those, 250 of the mm. first wave, uh, you, you already have yours. It, you, it came to your house before the album dropped. Oh, cool. Thursday night. Nice. So that, that was kind of cool. And that's why it sold out, I guess, because they're like, hey, we're going to guarantee that these people get their stuff yeah. before the album. Cool. And um, they did a shitload of re- like pressings record-wise yeah. for this, because they did the Acid Green. The Milky White. Then they did an acid green splatter. Uh-huh. Okay. And then they did the seven inch, which is essentially one song on one side, one song on the other side. It's uh-huh. like singles. Uh-huh. Like, you know, it's the smaller uh, records. They did a box set of those. And then yesterday they dropped. It's it's an acid green again, but it's a different cover. You know how the cover is black? Yeah. Well, it's an acid green cover now. And I'm oh. Like, Jesus Christ. Are you guys trying to fucking push this on us now? I guess so. And uh, I, I would have totally gotten the acid green cover one because yeah. it looks cool. Yeah. But but I you know I've already gotten one I don't need two now yeah but but I was like Jesus like you know like come the fuck down you did one pressing and defined a great line and you're doing like <laughs> well, three you have to keep again we talked about this earlier the resurgence of vinyl kind of within the last couple of years so I, I just thought it was a little excessive you, you think know? so maybe I well I think the the sales will determine that if they sell out all of them then I guess it's not excessive I think it did the job I would have I would have done a wave or two prior to the album and then I would have done a wave. Probably later this year when there was demand for it. Yeah. Because if you have all these copies and pressings floating about and nobody's like scooping them, yeah, it's just dead weight. Yeah, I get you. And uh, anyway, we should probably move on. No, well, but one last thing. Sure. Um, I w- another thing that I was kind of agreeing with you is the guitars are very minimal. They're there. I can imagine Tim looking at uh at uh what's the other guy's name? Chris? No, Chris is no cry. Uh, Tim and shit. Now you're gonna make me. James. James? Yeah. James. I-, I can imagine Tim looking at James. He's like, what do you mean we got to play in standard? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean we have to tune? <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, man, it was a very underwhelming guitars. Yeah, I'd uh, agree with that. I, I, in a metal band, it's kind of important. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. All right, so that's my review. I get, I'm getting off my soapbox now. So this is this is you, Gabe. What's next? Okay, so uh, we were drinking the other week, and uh, I put on some uh, Fever. Yeah. 333. Three, three. And uh, so my buddy Ahmad, he... He has a, a pretty diverse music taste, I would say. Okay. And he's a big fan of like Rage Against the Machine and stuff like that. Cool. And he's like, dude, who is this? I'm like, oh, it's Rage 2.0. You know? And he probably got upset about it. And, um, well, it sparked kind of an interesting debate because he said, he said it's not Rage. He liked it first and foremost. He liked the, he liked Fever and he liked Straight from the Path. Uh-huh. But, um, first and foremost, he said it's not Rage Against the Machine without Zach De La Roja. And then I said, because I like Jason Butler infinitely better than Zach. Oh, yeah. And I said, no, it's not Rage Against the Machine without Tom Morello. 
And then that kind of sparked this like thought process, right? And I, we've kind of hit this before with Vanna. I think that the combination of musicians in Rage Against the Machine is what made them. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Zach Del Rojo is doing his solo stuff now. It's like weird lo-fi trip hop rap kind of stuff. I, I hate it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's bad, you know? <laughs> and then uh, I, I sent him and I was like, dude, listen to this. Tell me if you still think Zach makes Rage. And he's like, and he's like, no, dude, you're completely right. Uh-huh. And then I was like, well, by that logic, like Tom doesn't either. Because you could love all the audio slave riffs. I do. And I do. <laughs> and, but, you know, and then you look at Rage and you're like, oh, well, these are okay. Yeah. And so kind of going back to the whole Vanna thing you brought up months ago. Um, it, it really was kind of a, uh, a uh, team effort compilation of artists that created an overall arcing vision that yeah it has made it what it is. Yeah, man, I thought that was pretty interesting because Rage Against the Machine is known for you know having all these like I mean look look, look at Tom Morello he's you know he's always doing something. Mm-hmm. Zach De La Roja, easily one of the most influential music- musicians of of the nineties two thousands. Okay, right. Even yeah. though he was kind of a uh, annoying uh, temper tantrum child. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I just thought it was pretty interesting because I was like, yeah, you know, me and Jake have had this conversation before. And I think somebody from the outside of the scene kind of looking into it, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was my whole thing. Okay. So I wanted to talk about something else. And I forgot to write it down. But uh, going on to, you, know, you mentioned Zach Delaro being like one of the most influential vocalists of all time, right? Or it's in the last couple of years, 20 years or so. So I discovered a new band in the middle of this week, Gabe. Not really, not really discovered because I've heard of them before, but I'll start, I'll, I'll preface it by saying I'm playing my, my baseball game, right? And they have, you know, songs on them and they kind of play it in the background as you're doing batting practice and all that stuff. And I'm listening and there's a song called Safari Song that comes up and I'm listening. I'm like, this is fucking Led Zeppelin to a T. <laughs> this band? Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm like, th- I'm like, this is Led Zeppelin. It has to be. It sounds exactly like them. Like. A hundred percent, even production wise, it sounds like something that would come out of the seventies. So I'm like, okay, they put a Zeppelin song in here. I'm like, I don't recognize it, but it's cool, whatever. And then like at the end of the song, it says Greta Van Fleet in the bottom right hand corner. I'm like, the fuck? What do you mean? (laughs) This is a lie. So I got mad. I'm like, what the fuck you mean? So I do my research, right? I'm like, okay, let me let me look at these guys. And I texted Gabe this in the middle of the week. These guys are Led Zeppelin. I'm not saying they're similar. I'm saying you cannot distinguish one song from another because the dude, well, guitar wise, like the sound wise, it sounds exactly like Zeppelin and to a T <laughs> this kid, 18 years old, by the way. Oh, wow. Sounds exactly like Robert Plant. That's crazy, man. Like it blew my fucking mind. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was shell shocked and shit. So, uh, and then I, I downloaded some Zeppelin cause I, I, I love Led Zeppelin. I just don't have any other music. So I downloaded a bunch of it. I'm like, let me listen. Let me like a little like playlist and kind of compare. I'm like, dude, I can't fucking tell. Dude. I, I can't tell. I have no clue uh, which one's which. They should do a cover of uh, Stairway to Heaven. I think they did. I think they've they, – because they, they know. I lost another look at the interview of these kids. These guys are like, yeah, we're inspired by Led Zeppelin. No shit. <laughs> and um, he's like, uh, you know, we're taking that old sound and kind of bringing it back, which I'm fucking – I'm all for because, you know – been a while. The radio rock that's on now, you know, the rock that people see that come out now, it's just 
I mean, I, I honestly I don't have much exposure to it because we don't really have a rock radio station over here anymore. But like, I remember, <laughs> like in the late two thousand, like first decade of the two thousands, we were getting like sick puppies and like Rev Theory and all that other shit. I'm like, it's time for me to go. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, the fact that this guy, these guys are bringing back kind of this old timey uh, kind of sound is uh, really inspiring and good stuff. Excellent, man. Uh, so I don't know if you had a chance to listen to him, and if not, before you leave, I'm going to give you a song, and you'll be like, holy balls. <laughs> it's, 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 dude, it's scary. It's scary. Super talented group. I recommend you check them out. Copy that. And uh, all that good stuff. We'll so. put it on the music agenda for the week. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, what else we got, Gabe? What, what oh, uh, so Mike Hranica of the Devil Wears Prada. Are you right? <laughs> yeah, that's how you say it. Well, it's a Polish last name. Really? Yeah, Hranica. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. I thought it was like Hranica. I, I thought you knew. <laughs> no, dude. But uh, he's got some Polish in him somewhere. Yeah. Uh, he, he was in an interview last week with Alternative Press, and uh, he said some pretty interesting stuff. So I'm going to get to the good ones first. Uh, Devil Wears Prada is writing new stuff. Yeah. It's not a guarantee that they're coming out with an album this year. Maybe next year, but they are writing. Um, so the plan is they're done with that tour with uh, Data Remember, Papa Roach. Thank they're God. done with that for a while. They're working on a cover song that's going to drop in May. They haven't said what it is. A cover song? Yeah. They're covering a song. Um, what was the, the last one? They did Pretty Fly? Or yeah. Still Fly, I think. Actually. Uh, still Fly, yeah. Still Fly. Um, hey, man, they do it. They do it right. Yeah. Uh, crunk Goes Punk. Yeah. Or punk Goes Crunk. I can't remember which one. But uh, uh, so I guess the main thing. Uh, he kind of threw some shade at uh, no particular bands, just kind of the scene at the moment. Okay. And he said that, yeah, I see a lot of these, uh, a lot of these bands, you know, getting the tattoos, wearing the fashion, blah blah blah, but they're not cranking out quality music. And he said his prediction was that, yeah, once this uh, fashion trend, like the whole punk fashion, kind of fades, they're not gonna have much left. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a pretty interesting analysis from essentially a veteran in yeah. the field. You know, they've been there since early 2000s. And um, his whole point was uh, you got to evolve as an artist. Yep. He talked about the divorce part of doing that. And uh, and he's like, you, you just got to crank out real music. And that was his whole point. Mm-hmm. And I, I think he made a pretty interesting analysis. Yeah. Because it, it's always kind of been there. But I, I think when... When you hear it, you definitely start to see it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I feel like it's always been in the back of our heads, like, "Oh, these guys are—they're just in it for the money, or yep. they're just in it for the tattoos." I prevail. And, um. and uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I—I I think it was enlightening, mm-hmm. especially he's a good guy. Yeah, he's—he's he's really a good guy. But um, yeah, man, just hearing it from from a guy. I remember like um, for you personally, Gabe, there was an era. For, not, not anymore, but there was an era when you were getting into bands that I'm just like, they're not going to be around in two years. And I think as a veteran, because now you are, you're a savvy veteran of this now. I think you kind of understand. You could kind of see that. You know what I mean? Because, like I said, I've been to many a Warped Tour, right? Right. And I've seen these bands that are on these main stage. I'm like, they're not going to be here in a couple of years. And they're not. They're gone. Well, do you remember some of those bands by any chance that, that I was getting into? Because I, I don't recall <sighs> any. Was, uh... I, I mentioned before that I'm totally over the story so far. Like that phase of my life is over. Well, I just that, can't do that anymore. Well, like, but they're still around. Yeah. Um, shit. No, I off the top of my head, I can't because they're not around anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, but like, yeah, you were starting to put stock in some bands and just like, yeah. And I, you start to see it, and like you said right now, you're like, it's always there. But as somebody says it to you out loud, you're like, hmm. they they put that thought in your head, and yeah. then a few weeks later, you're like, 
Uh, he was totally right. Yeah. And that, that was something that um, I was able to recognize from a local standpoint. Um, Cause I went to a lot of local shows on top of doing the, you know, the main tour stuff and like that. And uh, a lot of these local bands, you were like, they're not, this is a phase for them. This is not who they are. You know what I mean? You could tell by the music that they make. Yeah. Absolutely. And um, it's funny. Cause a lot of those kids, when you would get offended when you would say something like that, Shit, I would too if you said something like that to me. But now they're not involved in that. I had a best friend, right? You, okay. you never met her. She's one of my best friends on the planet. She still is. Uh, we don't talk anymore because you know life. Because life, yeah. Yeah, life takes us in different directions, and sometimes you know you lose your friends along the way. But we're still one of my best friends ever. But um, she was very much like that. Uh, she would listen to music like me, but I, you could always kind of tell. She was kind of trying too hard. That she was, yeah, it wasn't who she was. And I remember um, when Underworld got back together, because this is like near the end of when we started stopped talking. Um, when Underworld got back together, the rebirth. Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, oh, Underworld got back together. She's like, oh, you're still into that. I'm like, yeah, because it wasn't a phase for me. Shots fired. And then she's like, shut up. I'm like, well, <laughs> it's true. You know what I mean? It wasn't a phase. It's who it, I am. It was kind of a big deal four years ago. Yeah. But uh, but I was just saying, it, it, it's, it's who I am. It's not. You could tell. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, um, yeah, I think there's something to that for sure. And there's, uh, when a band comes out, uh, cause like, uh, first thing that comes to mind, my mind that they're actually surprisingly still around, but they have faded very hard. Uh, is asking Alexandria. Uh, oh man. Yeah. They're, not... yeah, they're one of those, uh, escape the fate. I like them. You know what, man? But... I, uh, there's two very different beasts right there. Mm-hmm. Cause I would argue to say that escape the fate Made a lot of quality stuff, and I would say they're at least still trying to, oh, yeah. to keep that I'd agree standard. with that. But when they first came out, when Ronnie Radke was the fucking vocal of this band, you're like, borrow time. Let me just put situations and repeat. And if anything, when Craig Mabbitt joined that band, he kind of saved it because they were they were going to be gone. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They were done. And uh, at the very least, they had uh, they fueled internet arguments for a decade. You know what I mean? Um, but they were one of those bands. I'm trying to think of other ones. That came across like even sh- like the shit that you would see like a uh, broken side and you know the millionaires and all the shit that would just filter through the system and you're just like what the fuck is this i remember there was i think it was maybe like warped Tour 2009 when broken side and the millionaires were on it and i'm just like what is this what the fuck is going on um and mean- meanwhile on the side stage you had sales and underworld fucking dev wars prada uh, uh the guys that are still around yeah all, all, all those sick fucking bands I remember that year in particular, it was really hard because I had so many bands and they weren't on the same stage. And you had, back in the day when you were able to bounce back and forth and you actually had to make a fucking day out of it as opposed to just sitting in front of the monster stage and just <laughs> waiting, which is what I do now. But um, yeah, man, I'm getting nostalgic because and it's funny that you bring this up because I, I just every, around this time every year near to when our Warped Tour day comes, I watch the No Rooms for Rockstar, the Warped Tour documentary. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you ever watched it. Yeah, you showed me it. Um, I start to watch it because I get that 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 feeling, and um, you grew up with it, man. Yeah, ain't it, nothing it, wrong with it's, that. It's who I am. So um, it's not a phase, mom. Yeah, and uh, I was talking to my mom about that. I talked about that, and um, because you know, I think a lot of parents think it is a phase. Yeah, for a, you know, for a lot of their kids, and for me in particular, because my sister, she kind of went through the emo thing, and then she's kind of she's not out, she's out of it, right? My little sister was never really into the style of music that I'm into, but like. Um, my mom was like, was like, well, you were always very passionate about it. You know, my sister liked the music, but it wasn't her thing. Her, it wasn't yeah. her. 
the music, this music is me. It's always been me. So, um, and it's going to be my kid. You know I mean, it's, it's, it's weird. It's a weird thing, but, um, I don't know. Yeah, man. I don't know how we got in that tire. Well, cause you were talking about kind, Mike kind of, kind of playing off that. Um, I got a buddy, a real, real good friend of mine. And, uh, you could I, say I, he's a real friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Derailed motherfucker. Um, Oh yeah, so so you know I could get him into some metalcore here and there. He, it's not his thing. Yeah, but he does enjoy Doomsday because it's a fucking banger. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, one day he asked me, he's like, "Dude, how do you like listen to this like every day?" And I'm like, "It's just a part of me." Oh, yeah, you know, it's it's like I don't want to say you get used to it because because uh, that would be kind of downplaying all the good stuff that's the happened impact, in the yeah. scene. And uh, I was I was like, "Dude, you just you know, it's the same thing. Like your favorite band, it's a part of you. You know, I'm sure yeah. you could listen to your favorite album." I was, I was listening to Upon a Burning Body at work out loud because my headphones were broke. So I love Upon a Burning Body. So I had it like kind of low, but it was so I can hear it. But you know, if people get close enough, they can hear it too. And this guy, uh, he he was like, "Oh, you're listening to metal to get pumped up for work." I'm like, "No, it's just my daily it's just, routine. It's just who I am. Like every day of my life, it's just who I am." The, the, pump, which, the pump is a side effect, huh? The pump. Yeah. Well, if, for me, like it's not. I can listen to aggressive ass music and be chilling. You know what I mean? And a lot of people don't have that. A lot of people can't do that. I listen to the Zombies EP when I like when I code. Yeah. And everybody thinks that I'm a fucking unicorn doing that. <laughs> everybody thinks that How you're. How do you fu- not punch your screen? You're fucking know, relaxing. You're like Ted Kaczynski. Kill zombies is relaxing. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we're so hold on. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna move into the zombie EP thing because I say texted game something a couple of weeks ago and I wanted to see if you followed up on oh. this. So this is a joke, so people don't take this too seriously because I thought it was funny uh, when I was on the car with Adriana. Take the Devil Wears Prada zombie EP. You're not, fucking stupid. Yeah. Let me preface this. <laughs> and we know and we know, we talk about it a lot. It's a fantastic album, and it's about killing zombies, right? So take the concept of that album, take every song, and remove the zombie element from it and put it in a mindset of a, of a Mexican family in a, in a neighborhood like Pilsen being uh, taken over gentrification of their neighborhood when a white family moves in and everything starts to become a boutique and all artesian coffee yeah exactly <laughs> so when you <laughs> so take that and Jake, please don't ruin this and, and listen to it through that scope and it'll totally change your mind on the album i'm just saying that's Watch the, so next week you're gonna be like, dude, the space EP is about how the sperm <laughs> swims up the vagina <laughs> on a planet no, called no, my, A. My thing was Isn't like, it weird how A sounds like egg. No. <laughs> my thing was like, uh, I started to do that. I'm like, I'm not trying to ruin it, but my thing was like, it's from a perspective of a girl who's going to college and leaving her family dude, behind. You, you are you are like middle aged dad mode right now. I'm gonna ask you to calm down right now. <laughs> no, it's just it's funny because it's funny to me, but um. I do that to a lot of things. Like uh, I'm very visual, so like Adrian listens to like some of that hipster indie stuff, right? And uh, like some like Foster the People comes to mind, and like they have that one song. I'm like, it sounds like monkey swinging through a tree. And Adrian's like, how? Like where do you come up with this stuff? I'm like, it's honestly, it comes. Like, it's the vision that I get in my head. I think you got a little monkeys clashing symbols in your brain, bro. Uh, maybe, <laughs> but um, the point being is. Just listen to an album and it'll change your life like that. Oh, you know? so you said you were listening to Upon a Burning Body? I was. Did you have fun? Yeah, I wanted to thank you because <laughs> the conversation that we had the previous week ago, which was like, probably one of my favorite conversations we've ever had on this podcast because you were totally dumbfounded. It's, it's like when I found out that Austin Powers or that, uh, yeah, that Mike, Mike Myers, Myers played, played four people. Yeah, that was funny. Um, so I'm like, you know what? It's been a while. Uh, I'm like, let me get some Upon a Burning Body on my phone. 
And then I proceeded to download every fucking thing that they have because it's just, all quality. Dude. It's, it's fucking really awesome, dude. Um, did you listen from listen to from Dust Till Dawn, which can yes. only be classified as Vato, Vato metal. metal? Yes. Uh, it was fun, isn't it? I was telling Adriana, I'm like, here's why I like them. Here's why I like them. Because when I listen to them, I get transported back into a time in a shitty neighborhood with a bunch of shitty kids with a bunch of gauge in their ears listened, started to decide they wanted to start a metal band. And they played music like this. But it was about whatever the fuck whatever the fuck they wanted it to be about. And they put on the craziest shows that you you'll see. And I like I get flashbacks of like the Cathedral Cafe. These are the kids I was hanging out with. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. that that's where I get the vibe I get from them, and that's why I love them. I really do. Because I'm listening to that, I'm like, this is stuff that was playing in the shitty basement shows that I went to, and I was just fucking bumped into. They're, they're highly underrated. Oh, yeah. I believe so. They're actually on tour right now. They started their tour. Oh, yeah. Are they on tour now? With Volumes. Okay, um, sort of was, yeah. They're not coming to Chicago, though. Um, uh, this leg, I'm thinking they'll probably come around in fall. Well, I know they just came through with uh, Suicide Silence for their 10-year cleanse. That was Black Friday last year. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I was supposed to go to that, but something popped up. Yeah, I know they were coming through th- for that. And now I've made it my mission to make sure I see them the next time they come through. Yeah, man. They're uh, they're a lot of fun. Also, uh, take the vocalist from this band, slap Josie's body on it. They're the exact same yeah, person. Yeah, it's weird. It's yeah. so weird. I think um, <laughs> uh, you haven't finished Breaking Bad, oh. but uh, they're from El Paso. Yeah, they're yeah. from El Paso, oh, Texas. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of the all of the shit they do on Breaking Bad is very like Tano. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they'd be perfect oh, if yeah. you just put them in like a bar. Like yeah. a bar yeah. fucking music. That's what I'm saying. Scene. Like... They're just the kids from the ghetto playing heavy ass music, and that's why I like. Yeah, them. I think what's really working for them is that you put something on, you're like, dude, this is a pound of burning body. I know yeah. this, and it's funny because like when you listen to some like metalcore bands, especially the ones that came out like later end of the first decade it of blurs. this, huh? It blurs, right? Yeah, and it's it's kind of too clean. Um, there's no grime to it, and you would think that a genre that is metal based would be have some grime, but it was. Well, who's like a good example of that? That was just too clean. Asking Alexandria again. I don't want to rag on them, but they're like their shit was just too clean. Yeah. Um, there was no grit to it, and um, upon everybody is all grit. Yeah. <laughs> and that's <laughs> I why I to say that fucking love it. Hundred ten percent grit, baby. And then they're not gonna. They're because they're they're essentially a, a party metal band, but they're not. They're not obnoxious a, about it. They're like, not Attila. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Go. But um. Because there's a certain extent you can get away with it. Yeah. And uh, they're talking about hanging out with their friends. Because, like, again, this is a perspective, and I'm going to reiterate this again. Because they're kids from the ghetto playing heavy ass music. It's part of who they are. Well, uh, Mr. fucking. Uh, Franzi. I want to be Eminem, but I play heavy music. Uh, it's, it's not. It's not who he, he was, it's who he became. He became that gimmick. You know what I mean? And before, it was probably just a joke. That he became who he was. It's kind of funny yeah, if you think about. You got a you got a recommendation for the audience if you're gonna listen to Upon a Burning Body, dude. Honestly, dude, straight from the body. Everything that they straight got from the body, yeah, dude, it's a banger of an album. I'm listening to it on the car right. Adrian's like, is he screaming in Spanish? I'm like, yep. yep. Funny story. <laughs> last night actually, when I was grabbing coffee with the guys, um, I had from Dust Till Dawn playing, and one of my buddies, of Cuban descent, and um, he's he's like he's like, whoa, this is weird. I'm like, what? He's like, I can understand what they're screaming. <laughs> because it's in Spanish. Yeah, yeah. That's weird, right? 
But um, it, it's good, man. It works strangely well. Uh, so I'm just a fan, dude. Uh, nah, I'm back in. They got me hook, line, and sinker. I remember a couple years ago, people got pissed off at them because they had that faux kidnapping of the vocalist. That, that is phenomenal promotion. That is nothing. But that I agree. I 100% agree with you on that. And uh, I like how they didn't apologize for it. It's like it was oh, part. It was just something we were doing. Shut up. Yeah, you know I mean, and I like that because they're just kids from the ghetto playing heavy yeah, ass music. Check out straight from the barrio. Um, their first album, I can't fucking remember the name of it. I thought it was uh, no, the, uh, the world, El world, one. Our, our world is ours. The world is ours. Yeah, the world is ours. Uh, Texas Blood Money. Yeah, that album. That's uh, dude, front to back. Dude, I was fucking. Uh, I kept on saying, "I'm like everything is bigger in, in Texas. Texas." I kept on doing that at work and shit. And everybody's like, "What are you doing?" Oh. Speaking of work and uh, singing songs that people recognize. So, Little Dicky. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. So, Little Dicky had uh, released a new song with Chris Brown. It was called Freaky Friday. Okay. And the whole point of the song is Chris Brown and Little Dicky switch bodies. <laughs> That's the whole... Perspe- oh, oh, I'm spent. No, yeah. no more. <laughs> it's the whole perspective of the song. And, you know, first, you know... Uh, Little Dicky's like, oh my god, like I'm the man. Like he's like, I can say the n word, and he like he goes off on the song. And at first, Chris Brown's like, what the fuck? Like this is weak. But he's like, wait a minute, I can walk down the street and nobody knows who I am. I can go to the movies and just chill. He's like, nobody's judging me. This is awesome. So like they both kind of went through all that. Uh, watch the video. It's ridiculous, <laughs> dude. Little Dicky just constantly pumping out good shit that just makes me fucking laugh so hard. Like I don't know if you ever heard the. Um, the song ex-boyfriend by yep. it. oh, yeah. dude it's so funny he's going through this whole entire like scenario in his head she's like dude i dated him in the second grade <laughs> like <laughs> you know what i mean like oh god who was that other one pillow talk i think pillow talk is a very good one i like save that money because it's you like a Viking? <laughs> <laughs> do you fuck with the war <laughs> what you mean you can't compare fruit <laughs> <laughs> bitch don't make no sense why get fruit be compared <laughs> but um yeah, dude, and just kind of. I, if he's got a new album coming out, you picking it up? Oh, for sure, because he just fucking cracked me up, man. Cool beans. Damn, we we got we're an hour in. We haven't got a music, man. Oh man, <laughs> I think we're at. Uh, do you have anything prepared for the No Names game? I do actually. A couple, maybe like five or six. Not not very many. And I. All right. I so will, we're uh, You want me to set a timer? Uh yeah, we could do that. Cool just let me know. Beans. I am ready on one. Two and a three. All right. So a kid and a scientist create a time machine. Uh, Back to the future. Yep. Uh, extinct race of animal. Uh, co- Jurassic Park. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cartoon character and a detective try to solve who murdered his boss. Oh, who framed Roger Rabbit? Yep. Uh, shit. Was it? Um, serial killer murders uh, kids while calling them on their cell phone. Oh, fuck. Uh, scream. Yep. Uh, brilliant, genius, but troubled. Uh, lives in Boston uh, with uh, shit. You're not gonna get this one, are you? I don't even know. Stuart how- Little? No. What? What? No. Uh, in New York. He's a genius. Lives in Boston. Shitty neighborhood. You get into a fight a lot. God damn, you're not gonna get this one. You, no you- idea. Goodwill Hunting. Pass. Ah. <laughs> <fuck>. <laughs> uh, and last but not least, um, <laughs> you're not gonna get this one either. Uh, Fashion ill woman works for fashion magazine. Is that the worst product? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> How wow. long is that? 
a minute two. What is that, six or something like that? Oh, we got yeah, that was six. six of them. Uh, yeah, apologies for Goodwill Hunting. Oh, man, I haven't seen it yet. You ever only... seen Goodwill Hunting? No. Dude, take it's, it. It's on the list. Take it. It's right there. Take it. <laughs> hey, copy that. Um, the only reason I know the Devil Wears Prada one was because I was looking up why they called themselves the Devil Wears Prada. Yeah, that whole, that whole story is funny. And uh, <laughs> so do you know it then? Yeah, because they thought it was like an anti-materialistic yeah, kind yeah. of... Uh, and then the movie had nothing to do with absolutely it. Absolutely nothing to do with it at all. It's a great movie, though. I love it, but um, yeah. So that's fun. Yeah, I actually my the, my favorite one was the Roger Rabbit one because I think it's kind of vague. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you, when you say car- cartoon character, I'm like, okay, well, there's down to like two movies. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So this is your type of game. Card. Okay. So this is kind of a fun one. Now I want you to be completely honest with yourself. Um. If there were indeed a zombie apocalypse, so what would be your go-to weapon? Something you'd carry around with you. And don't say, oh, I have a big katana, because if you don't know how to use one, you're going to hurt yourself more than you hurt What them. would I use? Okay, let me think. Just be completely brutally honest with yourself. Probably a hammer. Yeah. Yeah. Sledgehammer? Or- it could be a sledgehammer, or maybe like have smaller ones that you could... I'd be the hammer man. I'd be like the guys from fucking Super Mario who's throwing the hammers at you. Hammer bros. Huh? Hammer bros? Yeah. That would be me. Cool, cool, That'd man. That'd probably be the, the good option, because it's blunt. It'd work, it'd work on zombies. it work on people. Cool, man. That's a solid option, actually. Yeah. I... Uh, See, my first go-to was a bat, because contrary to popular belief, I can indeed bat. Um, but my issue is, it, I don't like blunt weapons because I don't like that crunch, that you know, that feedback of a of a skull crunching. My thing would be with that is, depending on how hard you're swinging it, you could feel it in your hands, and you only do that for so long. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that was kind of my thing. I was like, man, maybe I should get something sharp. So, and then I was kind of leaning towards a machete. That's just my personal preference, though. How long before you think you cut yourself on that machete, Gabe? On the machete? Yeah. I'm, I actually have pretty good hand-eye coordination. I, if I cut myself with a, with a machete, it must have been some fucking freak accident, or, or you know, I wasn't there completely mentally. So, <laughs> but yeah, I think hammers would do do a good job. I, I like the. I think I like the crunch. I think I would eventually get addicted to it. I just want to smash everybody <laughs> in the fucking head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, sorry. Uh, it's too early for this. Sledge. I'm just gonna leave. <laughs> I'll it be Sledge. That. Yeah. <laughs> If Sledge could laugh, I think that game would be perfect. Because every time he got somebody with the hammers, <laughs> dude, you know how fucking funny that shit is too. When because uh, when you watch like YouTube videos, yeah, of and it, they flack people. With people the make the noise like donk. <laughs> oh, it's so good, man! If you could get away with that, dude, you just oh, deserve shit. to be platinum right there. God damn, that's funny. All right, moving on to movies and TV. All right, uh, so there's no um, date. There's no like news. The only real thing that we've gotten so far is the the subtitle. Mm-hmm. So uh, the new It movie takes yep. place 27 years after um, this Make, one, makes you know, sense. in their timeline. And uh, you know the clown, Clowny boy, Pennywise comes back. They gotta fuck him up again. Yep. Did you not learn, old man? <laughs> <laughs> but um, so how many are, times do we have to do this, old man? <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So it's gonna be called It Part Two instead of It Chapter Two. Okay. That's well. All. Because it was based on a book, when you say chapter two, it's like, what, yeah, is it yeah, going to yeah. be five seconds? Yeah. I think they're definitely taking the right approach, splitting it into two movies. Yeah. It's a fucking hefty book. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited. Yeah. I, I like the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all I got, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, moving on to uh, other horror-based movie, and what a franchise that I kind of like. Kind of. Kind of like. Keyword. Uh, the Purge. The yeah. first Purge is coming out. Poster looks great. Which I believe it was. this was something that they were supposed to do, like, the second movie and they wanted to do it based on the first the very first purge and i think it's interesting uh we'll see how it actually turns out because i know that the last one wasn't very good 
So um, potential's there, man. Yeah, but I'm not gonna go into it too much because we covered it. But potential's yeah. there. Uh, so we'll see. Hopefully, it's good. I actually have something else that I wanted to talk about real quick. So I mentioned it on a previous podcast that Roseanne was coming back, right? Okay, love the series. So it came back. Uh, we I think we're four episodes in now because they're doing back to back, two episodes back to back. Nice. Um, I like it. It's not. It hasn't hit um the stride yet as far as the funny though. Because there are some shit in Roseanne that just fucking had me dying in the original shit. So it does have the moments where it was like, okay, that was funny. But like... You're not rolling around? Yeah, I'm not rolling around yet. And uh, I just can't wait to John Goodman fucking let's, let's loose and just goes ape shit. Because John Goodman's probably one of my favorite actors out there. I know that's kind of a weird pull. But it is what it is, man. It's fair game. Yeah. Absolutely fair game. You can only do so much about that. Very cool. But yeah, so that's something that I wanted to talk about. All right. Plowing right through the rest of these categories because... His music took up a massive chunk. Oh, uh, gaming. Chunk. So uh, we've praised Warframe before in their microtransaction system. You Essentially, the whole point is you get what you pay for. Yeah. If you want to use premium currency, you know exactly damn well what you're getting. Uh-huh. Right? Because they have the ap- option for that for most items. Uh-huh. It's like, hey, well, you could pull it out of a chest or you could just fucking buy it. Yeah. You know, like don't waste your time. Um, I was uh, watching an interview and uh, they had this thing where uh, you can have a pet in Warframe, like a combat pet that will help yep. you fight and stuff. And when they first released them, um, you could uh, change the skin of it, right? Using premium currency. Yeah. Uh, it was like a it was like a spin thing, so you would just randomly generate new colors, right? And new skins, stuff like that. And so um, one of the guys, one of the developers on that project, he said that yeah, we put it out for a couple of days, and we we take a lot of you know community feedback, you know, like like oh, was it is this intentionally made to be like grinding for a month straight to get this, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. We take it very seriously. But he said that one day they looked and um, they had some player out there spend $200 on this pet skin thing. Just spinning, consistently spinning, 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 spinning. And um, you can make your money back off it because anything you don't use, you could sell right back into the marketplace to other players, right? And he spent $200 and then they were like, you know what? No, we're taking microtransactions out of that. This is... Yeah, too much. Yeah. Not the the intention. Yeah. And and I was like, like, wow, that is... um, for a game that's free to play, that's very noble. Those free to plays get it right, man, because the, they because they have to, otherwise they get eaten alive. This is a team. Uh, well, it started as a team of a hundred people, Jake, mm-hmm. making this game, and um, I was like, wow, that is that's pretty wild. Because you know, EA would have been like, oh, well, we'll just give you a two for one on the spins, bro. Yeah, it would be sure. five ninety nine if you want to save again. Yeah, you know, sure. but but Warframe was like. Okay, this is not what we wanted. Yeah. We're gonna dial this back. Yeah, I like that. that and good. I was like I was like, wow, that is shout out to those guys. Yeah, well that's right. the 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 good side of microtransactions. It can be done right. That's the whole point. They should be done right. Absolutely, man. Like, yeah. like I said, those free to plays get it right because Smite Smite has the, the best value for you pay thirty dollars, you get every fucking guy and you're gonna get every single guy that comes out. You, you essentially best. get the full game plus all the DLC. Yeah. Essentially, and that is the best value, and the skins not necessary. But if you want to get extra spicy, drop some money on it. it. You don't have to, but it tells you exactly what your chances are in every single chest. Yeah, because it, for those of you who have not played Smite or have never bought a, a crate from Smite, it'll tell you how many items are in the chest. Yeah, and if you're looking for, I don't know, one in particular, like yeah. I want that Krampus skin for mm-hmm. Granunios. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't want to talk about that, but it, it, you know, it's, it'll say like, Oh, it's in this chest and there's like 80 other items. So you mm-hmm. have a one in 80 chance yeah. and you don't get repeats. Yeah. So the more you buy, the higher chance you you know yeah. you get, cause there's just less items. Or you could just buy it for the most part. You could buy most of the skins out, right? 
Less, uh, less. Some, some of the special sauce ones that you yeah. can't though, like that Krampus yeah. one, because I would have totally spent. Hey, where's the mega mega bus? Is still available? Yes, oh, it's um, last week and this week all the all the chests that were ever available are are now available. So if you gotta spend your money, do it now, maybe. <laughs> These are not as PS4. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm gonna have to get that Mega Bus of Frey skin because that's like the one that I want, that I need. Yeah, because I have all the other Frey skins that I basically want. And, and you know, what? I think this goes to prove a point. You make a quality game, you support your fan base, and they will spend money for bullshit like cosmetics. Yeah. yeah. Because I, I didn't even buy the 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 Founders Pack thirty dollars thing. You don't have it? No, I never got it. I just went out and bought gods individually. Right, that's what I did. Okay, and that's see now your reaction is, is enough to say because I got a wide assortment. You yeah. know, I, I collected them. Yeah, and I I think that you know especially well, if you're kind of stingy and you don't want to drop cash. <laughs> How much money have you spent on these guys? How many guys have you bought? Um, well, I used in-game currency. I didn't use. Like, oh, okay, cash. okay, that's a little. Bit I haven't bought the founders pack, but I have like with renown. I think, right? I or is renown? It's not renown is siege, but or your uh. uh followers your something like that yeah adoration something like yeah. that yeah i bought a i bought a lot of my gods with that okay so i'd grind a god till i got him down and i'd buy another one i think the whole gotten him down thing is very uh subjective game yeah <laughs> it, it really depends but you've seen you've seen some of the shit i could do oh yeah well, you could get grimy especially with like your guys thanatos yeah and, oh. yeah you can get the grime we do we need, we need a hot back in god damn it I, I was telling the guys i was like yeah man may's coming around smite season's back baby oh yeah it's we're, back. we're gonna be full swing in yeah. the summer it's definitely a summer game for me I yeah, mean, yeah i, I, I can play it during the winter and have fun but like man after I, my thing is like i think after i got a war comes out i beat it I think Smite season's upon us, ladies and gentlemen. It's a, it's a good move. Yeah. Especially because Norse gods. Yeah. You kind of favor some of the Norse ones. Oh, yeah, kind of. Um, our, our buddy, uh, the third guy we play with, Mr. Phil, sent us a text. He's like, hey, man, so why don't we smite? And that text, I saw it, and my eyes lit up. I was like, yes, I need this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah honestly, I'm like, that sounds pretty fucking yeah. sick right Cause, now. Because there's been a long enough of a gap where if we return, there's going to be some rust, but we're still going to be okay. I played a game maybe, like maybe a month ago. And I'm like, God damn, this fucking game fucking hits all the right spots. It satisfies, man. I don't know what it is. It's just like it fucking hits all my right spots. And then when you put Freya in front of me, dude, it's fucking ripperoni. It oh, just yeah. feels like home. I don't know. It's so, gonna it's gonna be fun learning the new. You know, meta. they're changing up the the arena. The arena's gonna get some changes. They're gonna like redo it cosmetically and throw. Cool, it man. Up. I'm excited. Apparently, they have like a like an arena based uh, new game because you know they have the the adventures. Yeah, they have like an arena based something coming out where like bosses are like. Actually, oh, they uh, they did that last summer too. Yeah, so I mean, I missed the I missed the track, man. I need to get the track back. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that, that was so fun. <laughs> I was gonna say something, but I totally forgot. I'm sorry, man. Something smite related. Uh, new meta covered it. Uh-huh. Oh, as long as they don't redo it to what they had for Halloween, where the fucking things would <laughs> pop up and scared the dick out of you. As long as they don't do that again, I'm I'm fine. Yeah, that was, that was terrifying. Yeah. That was oh, ah, fuck. <laughs> And then, and then you wonder why this piece of shit Ratatusker is fucking you up. Like, <laughs> I can't look at the screen for more than 10 seconds without shitting my pants. Hey, man, remember the days when, like, the Ratatuskers and the Lokis of the world would just be the pain of our fucking existence? And then they nerfed. No, not even just that. It's just that we got. Like, oh, oh, you're talking about when we were still kind of fresh? Oh, yeah, we, like, when we all knew it and all the Lokis were just, like, fucking us up. I remember the moment you're like, dude, I hate Loki so fucking much. And the next day, so I picked up Loki and I was fucking people up. <laughs> You have become what you hate. Hey, man! But but now it's at the point where we know how to we know how to counter him. Yeah, absolutely. So it's it, a learning experience it's for sure. And it's one of, that's man. 
we got to get back into it because it's absolutely. Like, I'm excited. Yeah, now now I'm pumped. I might have to turn it on in a minute, but uh, yeah. So oh, uh, so next one, we're, I'm I'm kind of excited for this too. Okay, so <clears throat> you know when Crash Bandicoot got its redo, everybody's like, well, let's just bring back all the classics and let's just fucking bring back Spyro. And you know what? Getting a remaster. The, the remastering Spyro. So I mean, I, I was never. I was more of a Crash guy. I love Crash, and I've yet to play the remaster because I hear it's fucking infuriating. And some of my favorite videos of YouTube last year are watching people play this game just getting pissed <laughs> off, getting, getting so mad. And I know Sunny Adrian, I'm like, I don't think that's good for my health. I think you just might find me on the ground clutching my heart. I don't think that's going to be good for me. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, Spyro. I mean, what is what what is your opinion on Spyro? And, and you said you're pumped, so uh, I quite enjoy Spyro. I'm glad it's getting a remaster. Uh, for two reasons. One, because I enjoy the franchise. And two, my girlfriend, this is probably the game that she has the most experience in, Spyro. She played a lot of Spyro growing mm-hmm. up. And, you know, I've been trying to get her to play, like, Borderlands with me or, like, or uh, when I was still in my Call of Duty phase, I was like, hey, uh, hey, cover me. And I would go run to the bathroom and pee, and she's like, I don't know how to do it. <laughs> so, so she knows how to play Spyro, so she doesn't have any excuses. You could play a co-op. So I'm kind of hoping that this is the game that we play together, you know. Yeah, I get it. I'm trying mm-hmm. to kind of get her into the video game thing, but. How, where do you, where the fuck you start? We all of the shit we play is hardcore. Mortal Kombat, no chance. Rainbow Six Siege, no, not a no. snowball's chance in hell. <laughs> no. I don't even Smite. know how to play Siege correctly. <laughs> Smite, no. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean I have to build my what? What is the gauntlet? I remember when you would just like I know we're going back to Smite real quick and I don't really don't want to, but remember when you would just throw on random stuff? You had no idea what any of these items did. You just like, like the oh, first couple months I played. You're it. like, oh, just this looks cool. <laughs> just fucking throw this on. I, uh, hey man, it's learning. Yeah, so that was my first uh, MOBA. Is what they call them? Yeah, MOBAs. Yeah. Because I'm looking at my my list right now. I'm like, I don't have any casual games at all. Because I'm like, oh, I'm like, uh, we could fuck because I have the remaster of, um, not the, I guess it's not a remaster, but the re-release of uh, Mega Man. I'm like, those are so hard. I'm like, Adrian, I would fucking have a heart attack. Oh yeah, yeah. Mega Man games are not a fucking joke, man. <laughs> I do that. Uh, so, yeah. You know they have a new one coming out that's based on Mega Man. No, oh, yeah, a new Mega Man, but it's like I have no idea. Old school. That's like, not a question for me, sir. Yeah, man, it looks like fun, but um, but yeah, Spyro. Spyro, yeah, it's, it's coming back. All these old guys are coming back. Excellent. I'm just waiting for uh, Jack and Dex. Mm-hmm. You know, Jack and Dex had that fucking like that um, twisted metal kind of a game where they were like, no, 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 we're not gonna get into stuff. that. We're not gonna get into that. Let me get a uh, Ratchet and Clank. Oh, they had he came out with one not too long ago though. Yeah. Yeah. But Ratchet and Clank up your arsenal was one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah. It, it was, was fucking brutally hard and really good. Um, give me a give me a PS2 classics like uh, Psychonauts. Yeah. Uh, Twisted Metal game in there. Mm-hmm. Jack and Dex. Uh, Shaolin Monks. <laughs> Snake Eater. Man. We can only dream. Yeah, man. But yeah, so that's the, the normal topics or the the, the, the the schedule topics for this week. Now we're just going to go into the basics and then we'll get the fuck out of here. So, oh, where'd it go? Did you lose the agenda? Yeah, I did. Uh, so what are you jamming right now, Gabe? Um, I got to be completely honest with you, dude. I've been having void on repeat all week uh-huh. there's something got into me dude and i was like holy shit you're welcome and um <laughs> yeah man it's just the, you're completely right those first four are just uh, i don't know man i was driving to work one day and digging came on and it just struck a chord with yeah. me and i was like oh my god this yeah uh-huh. fucking good yeah. and i kind of you know uh, i kind of want to get a, like a digging tattoo like a vanna piece so yeah. you're welcome but um <laughs> oh in the in the vein of vanna right uh, they still they're still active on Twitter, and you know very much so. Yes, they'll, they'll retweet like all the Davy stuff and you know kind of what everybody's doing. 
what kind of hit home was that I was creeping up on the Twitter. You know how it said, uh, we are a band called Vanna? Yeah. It was changed to, we, we were, were a band, band called, called Vanna. Vanna. And I, like, I read it, I was like, oh. Yeah, I know. It's kind of sad. Kind of a bummer. But, uh, they're doing good, man. Yeah. They'll be all right. They'll be fine, yeah. But yeah, Void. Void. Void just on repeat. Void. Void. Uh, for me, uh, Elisana had the new EP came, that came out. Uh, so I've been jamming to that. You know, I love them. Obviously, I named my kid after them. So I love them. I'm a fan. Cool, cool. Shinoda takes, took his his EP and is making it a full length. So he cool beans. released a couple more songs. Um, I'm a fan. I, you know, I think it's very important for him to be making material right now, considering everything that has happened in the last year or so. Uh, I'm a fan. But jamming to that, Upon a Burning Body. Yeah. And of course, the new Under Elf is what I've been what I've been rocking and rolling with. Uh, oh, I actually got one more band. I'm kind of late to the party. It's my thing. Uh, Dance Gavin Dance. Finally got into those guys. I you, what era? What were you listening to? I I couldn't even fucking tell you, dude. I, it was just a playlist of all like their bangers and stuff, and I was like, wow, this is this is enjoyable. So yeah, I know I'm I'm like ten years late. Very, no, you're like fifteen years late, but keep going. Forgive me. <laughs> I, I'm enjoying it though. Yeah. It, it's uh different. It's one of those bands where you're like, yeah, this is Dance Gavin. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, uh, reading, watching, playing. What do you got going on? Uh, playing Siege. I got to re-up my PS Plus, dude. I've just been slacking on it. <laughs> I I would... Uh, I don't think I've ever been like this antsy for a game since Skyrim seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, you know, like doing stuff. And I'm being like, oh, man, I want to go home and play some fucking mm-hmm. Siege right now. Yeah. And uh, I think it's good, man. I think I kind of needed that yeah. rejuvenation. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll get some hours in tomorrow night because yeah. I'm all taken up today and stuff. But yeah. It's one of those things, man, where I just want to like skip school and play Siege. And call probably probably shouldn't Siege. skip school, game. Probably. <sighs> Sorry, mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that's it for uh, playing and, and reading so much. I don't, I don't do much reading anymore. Yeah. Uh, playing Siege, uh, MLB. Uh, I made the pros. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in the pros now. Cool, so, man. Uh, that's I'm cool. Glad I'm play, working out for you. Playing for the Mariners. So, I don't know, man. I, for whatever reason, I, well, no matter what, I never end up on the White Sox and it's kind of bummed me out. Whatever. Yeah, but it is. You're not on the Cubs. Well, yeah, that's a good point. I actually got. Uh, this was like back in the day. I got traded to the Cubs, and I'm like, nope. And I rebooted my game. I'm like, that's not happening. A delete save file. Yeah, <laughs> nope, that's not happening. <laughs> but um, so I got that going on. Uh, got a horse a couple weeks out. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be good, man. Four twenty. And I got the pl- and I got bought the PlayStation, and it's already bought. So I'm ready to go, man. Did you buy it through Amazon or GameStop? I went to a Best Buy. Okay, cool. Yeah, with the best buy to get it done. I know Amazon's really good with their stuff. Like, you're going to get they're it out of stock. Off. Oh, wow. I was going to go Amazon, but they're out of stock. Cool. So, cool. Um, oh, quick side note. Uh, you remember our C2E2 conversation? Yep. How um, it always pops up at, like, weird times hmm. during the year, and mm-hmm. we always try to plan it, but it never works out because they're never consistent? Uh-huh. Yes, yeah, this weekend. What? <laughs> it's going really? on right fucking now. Really? Yeah, dude. I was talking to a buddy Thursday, and we were just bullshitting about comics and stuff. He's like... Are you going to see 2E2? I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, probably when August rolls around. He's like, it's tomorrow. I was like, this is my <laughs> fucking point. This is I, exactly what I was talking about. Like, they were starting to announce names and stuff. I'm like, oh, I'll be I'm, I'm, I'm make sure we try to go this year. <laughs> I didn't know that it was this weekend. That's new. That, that's but new. this does yeah. not prove No, that's that's point. 100%. What's the problem with C2E2 right there? They got to figure out what they're going to do. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm kind of salty. Little, little CM bit. Punk was there and Batista was there. And I'm, CM I'm, Punk was there? Yeah. I'm kind of salty. Man. I know Batista was there because he's a, you know, he's a Marvel character now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, CM Punk was definitely there. He writes for Par Marvel. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, man, that's cool. That's cool stuff. CM Punk. WrestleMania this weekend. <laughs> so I bet the reason why I agreed to do this show early is because they do the NXT, which is like the minor league, uh, for them, which is actually better, like in ring wise. Um, they have that going on tonight, so I'm like, oh, we 
priorities. Yeah, we we could do it early. Because my mom's like, oh, so what are you guys doing this weekend? I'm like, mom, I'm sitting in front of my couch all weekend. She's like, why? I'm like, it's WrestleMania weekend. I ain't going nowhere. Copy that. <laughs> I'm sitting right here. Copy that. Next week, I'm gonna try to make it and put it on the agenda to see Ready Player One. Um, oh yeah, I definitely want to see that too. If you guys end up seeing it, let us know. Maybe we'll hook up and we'll we'll get it done. Yeah, absolutely, man. Because uh, that's a movie I'm looking forward to. Uh, but with that, I think that wraps up the week. Yeah, man, that was a. Uh... Hour 20, almost hour and a half. Excellent. Good stuff. Um, and that music conversation. Well, that, that was, yeah, man, that was, uh, that was a brunt of it. Yeah, we, we had a good one, though, so that's all that matters. Uh, so with that, uh, Facebook, MySpace, Twitter, uh, Zanga. Zanga. Zanga uh, Games. Uh, Photo Bucket. Uh, eBay. Hit us up on eBay. <laughs> Hit us up on eBay. Um, friend, Friendster. Oh, uh, <laughs> into the, the deep... The, the, yeah, yeah, copy that. Uh, what else? Uh, what are some outlandish things? Uh, you could like us on, uh, I don't know, Blogspeak, uh, WordPress, Tumblr. We actually do have a Tumblr. Um, what? Why? Because <laughs> you just post the show straight up. I connected oh, it to the account, so yeah. the show just goes straight up. Uh, I don't think it gets us any views, but it's out there. It's another avenue. Also, but in re- for really, for really, for reals, for real, for reals this time, like us on iTunes as long as iTunes continues to carry podcast. <laughs> uh, Google days are numbered. Yeah, good, at this point, shit. Podcast, podcast has become bigger than that. Fucking that for at this point. Uh, Google Play, Spotify. Oh, I don't think we're on Spotify yet. yet. I don't know, man. Stitcher a- Radio, Podbean. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Twitter, hit us up on Twitter with your questions. And hit us up at secondcitykids at gmail.com with recommendations, suggestions, comments, or complaints. We will read your complaints out loud on the show and and make fun of you. And laugh at you for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Unless it's like, hey, maybe you should turn down your gain a little bit. And that'd be like, okay. But if it's like, oh, you guys are fucking, you guys are, you guys are nerds. I'm not really interested in that conversation. But yeah, maybe if it's something to maybe help, maybe I actually listen. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. But yeah, other than that, thanks for the doing all that, Gabe, because I kind of like <laughs> Tumblr. Gabe's uh, like, <laughs> Gabe's like, I'm trying to go. <laughs> <laughs> but with that, so yeah, thank you guys for listening to 66. See you next week for 67. Until then, my friends, this has been Jacob and Gabe. Deuces. <laughs>